Star Wars 7x7 episode 3311. We've talked about a lot of things labeled as essential stories related to Ahsoka Tano in preparation for the series debuting next month, but there's one story we haven't talked about. It's not a TV episode, whether live action or animation. It is the Ahsoka novel, which is a little bit complicated <laughs> in its consideration, but yeah, we'll get to that part too. Punch it. Hey, Rebel Rouser. I'm Alan Voivoda. This is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So the Ahsoka novel, we touched on it a little bit when we were talking about that episode from Tales of the Jedi called Resolve. And it's the episode where some of the plot is very similar to what we see in the novel Ahsoka written by E.K. Johnston. Basically, there's a farming community and Ahsoka has to use the force to save someone and that outs her as a Jedi and then somebody rats her out and then an Inquisitor shows up and there's a fight and so on and so forth. With the Ahsoka novel, it takes a while to get to that point. Basically, she is on a planet called Thabeska for a year working as a mechanic for a family called the Fardis and they, you know, have been perfectly happy with her. She is going under an assumed name, Ashla, which is fun because that was George Lucas's original name for the light side of the force back in the very early, early, early drafts of the original Star Wars. But on the first anniversary of the fall of the Republic, Imperial stormtroopers are in town and looking to meet new people. And the Fardis warn Ahsoka about this. And so she says, oh, all right, well, I'll see you later. And then she sets a blaster to explode. So that way stormtroopers would be distracted and run away from the spaceport. So that way she can then escape from the planet. She steals a freighter and takes off. She ends up settling on another Outer Rim place called Rada, and things seem to be working fine there until the Empire shows up again. And Rada has you know, a lot of agricultural resources, and this is why the Empire is there. They're not necessarily looking for Ahsoka. It just so happens that bad things happen, and Ahsoka has to get involved in them. Specifically, the Empire gives them something else to plant for their crops, but it turns out that this particular crop leaches all the good stuff out of the soil of Rada and makes it basically a barren wasteland. So Ahsoka eventually convinces some of the farmers there to start a resistance movement. She's been smuggling supplies out to a system of caves. They decide to muster an attack against the Imperials at one point, and it turns out that another one of the farmers is a little more aggressive than Ahsoka likes. They were going to plant corrosive charges on some of the Imperial equipment, but one of the other farmers has people making actual like straight up explosives. And they end up getting caught and the Imperials are ordered to execute all of them. But Ahsoka, because, you know, this is who she is and because she's a hidden Jedi, so this is how it has to go. She uses the Force to crush all the blasters that are pointed at them to help most of them escape. And that's how she gets on to people's radar. And so an Inquisitor, which is the sixth brother, is investigating on Thabeska whether there was possibly a Jedi there and then gets the Rada reports and goes to Rada to investigate and then Bail Organa gets a report of Jedi activity happening on Rada and sends R2-D2 out on a mission. Meanwhile Ahsoka leaves Rada and goes back to Thabeska and is going to start working for them again for a while. 
She also has a run-in with someone from Black Sun, yet another criminal syndicate that she has experience with now. And eventually she decides that she needs to you know, go back to Rada and handle things there. She also decides that she needs to reconstruct her lightsaber. So in this telling of the story, she has left both of her lightsabers behind to make it seem like she definitely died in the midst of the fall of the Republic. There are references in the story to her carrying around like bits of scrap metal and whatnot and her not necessarily being sure what it's for but she's collected these pieces here and there and it turns out that she's been collecting pieces that could form the body and you know electronics and functions of a lightsaber but now she needs kyber crystals so she actually goes to Ilum and finds out that the Empire has been strip mining Ilum trying to make sure that nobody else can get those kyber crystals and probably working them for other resources or you know maybe this is part of Emperor Palpatine's plan to equip that Sith fleet out in the unknown regions. Not to mention the whole thing about <laughs> turning Ilum into the eventual Starkiller base. But anyway, so she ultimately goes back to Rada, confronts that sixth brother, defeats him easily, and then takes the kyber crystals that are in his double-bladed spinny thing, gets them bled out. So in other words, they were red, right? And you bleed kyber crystals. That's the expression for turning them red for the dark side of the force. So she purifies them, I guess is <laughs> probably not bled out. It was probably a bad way of putting it. Um, but she purifies them and they become the white crystals that go into her two lightsabers that she has reconstructed. And then at the end of the novel, similar to what happens in the Resolve episode in Tales of the Jedi, Bail Organa shows up and evacuates refugees off of Rada and according to Ahsoka like they would love to help the rebellion so Bale says that hey I can bring them someplace where you know hey they're farmers they know what to do so they can help us grow food and supply the rebels that way in the fight against the Empire. She also offers to help Bale and suggests that the rebels need improved lines of communication and she wants to be a part of doing that and this is when she adopts the codename Fulcrum and agrees to work to support the rebels. So that's pretty much the highlights of what you need to know about Ahsoka's life in those first couple of years after the fall of the Republic as detailed in the Ahsoka novel that you might want to know prior to going into the Ahsoka series. And that is going to do it for this episode of the podcast. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. And is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyrighted by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.